You are listening to a Lube Audio miniseries. We're constantly publishing audio movies and other audio dramas. If you're into sci-fi, thrillers, or cozy little crime stories, you'll always find the right audio entertainment for you at www.lubeaudio.com. Sigmund Freud Files, a podcast series in four parts by Heiko Martens. Season 1, The Second Face. Episode 3 of 4 Vienna 1920 Professor Sigmund Freud, pioneer of the groundbreaking and hotly disputed young science of psychoanalysis, agrees to help one of his patients, police officer Karl Gruber, to investigate a mysterious murder case at the Berg Theater. A young actress, daughter of the theater's director Felbermeier, was brutally murdered there. Most troubling, the signs point to a vampire being the murderer. Freud agrees to let his daughter Anna, an intelligent and courageous young lady, assist Gruber undercover. Little does he know that he's sending Anna right in to the lion's den. That's him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, that's you. Good day, Mr. Preslauer. Huber, right? Gruber. And this is my colleague, Anna Freud. Oh, a woman working for the police. You belong in the kitchen or on the stage. Let's have a look at you. Yeah. Have you ever acted on the stage? I don't act, Mr. Preslauer. I just am. <laughs> That's the best answer I've heard yet. Those dark eyes, the hair. Yeah. A perfect mystery. And that attitude. <laughs> Look out, Mr. Huber. Gruber. Gruber. This woman is a volcano. We wanted to talk to you about your daughter one more time, Mr. Director. Uh, of course. We've already spoken to Mr. Fablemeyer. With whom? The stagehand. Oh, yeah, of course. He said your relationship to Marianne had also been a little difficult. Difficult? Really? She was my daughter, after all. And she decided all by herself to become an actress. I didn't talk her into it in any way. There's a, a rumour you weren't satisfied with her performance. If she's already embarked on a path on which it's down to her own father whether she would advance or not, she must know that that's not going to make it easier. I only wish that... Yes? I only wish that my last words had been kinder. Children shouldn't die before their parents... Why is it that Marianne was found by Mr. Fablemeyer? Didn't you miss your daughter when she didn't come home that evening? Marianne hadn't lived at home with me for some time. She rented a small room nearby. She lived on her own. Well, all right. I think we're all done here. Have you found a replacement for Marianne yet? Oh, grabbing the opportunity, are you? <laughs> I don't mean that personally, miss, but uh, I would prefer a blonde for this role. All right. The actor... Who saw Marianne last? Heinz Pesler. What about him? We would like to ask him a few questions as well. Well, sure. Do whatever you need to disrupt our work. As we all know, art is simply improvised on the spot anyway. Director. Heinz should be here soon. Showing up on time is just about the only thing that sycophant is good for. Director. Goodbye. You can wait here. I still have to go out for a moment. So you were the last person to see her alive? It appears that way. 
Did you notice anything unusual? Was there anybody else still in the theatre, maybe? Feldmeier was probably still here, but I, I didn't see him. Apart from that, we were the last ones, and I didn't notice anything. I, I was pretty upset because of Presslauer. Marianne told me not to take it to heart, even though she suffered as much as anyone else. Do you have any idea who could have done this to her? No. She was such a sweet girl. She was the heart of the acting troupe, if that makes any sense to you. Hmm? <coughs> but... She's probably better off for wherever she is now. What do you mean? Just superstition. The dead rise from their graves and feed on the blood of the young and the beautiful. Didn't you suspect something like that already? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Excuse me. Must be my nerves. We can't wait any longer. Or I'll have to find someone else for your room. Are we done here? I, I have to... Yeah, it's all right. Go ahead. See, I'm not the only one who's worried. Come on, let's get out of this godforsaken place. sure you remember everything correctly. Father? All right, my dear. I thank you for your effort. I was happy to do it. It was exciting, in a way. I was even a little sad when it was over. Oh, I almost forgot. Where was it? Um... Oh, oh, here it is. The ball under the moon. A blood-red evening of a different kind. Allow yourself to be seduced and to seduce others. Start one hour after sundown in the Budapest Orpheum, Pratagasa. And above it, there's a stylized drawing of a row of teeth with pointed fangs. What is this? Mm, I thought that might interest you. A community inviting people for a vampire game for tomorrow night. Uh, a vampire game? It's where vampires meet to exchange views, to clear up conflicts... To plot and scheme, stuff like that. Am I going to have to put my own daughter back on my couch? <laughs> of course, there are no real vampires, at least to the best of my knowledge. The guests put on makeup and disguises and pretend to be vampires. There are fixed rules, but I don't know exactly how it works. I've never been to one of those things. What a fascinating idea. That it is, Anna. That it is. Isn't it? The Budapest Orpheum is famous for its ties to Romania. A touch of Transylvania. Crazy, isn't it? Though it wouldn't surprise me to see some of your patients there. You're not planning on taking part in this silliness, are you? Of course I am. We're looking for a vampire. At least as long as you haven't found the real killer, dear Sherlock Holmes. 
let's have a look at what the undead get up to in their leisure time. such a lasting effect that my fears reached out to find this face. I don't think your problems were caused by wolves. They were caused by what the wolves stand for. You have clearly never been too close to the proverbial Isengrim, the wolf himself, with the exception of this drawing. But that was just a book of fairy tales. Never underestimate the effect of these myths. There are plenty of stories that light the way and lead us to insight and replenishment. But only a few of them anchor themselves in our minds for the long term. These stories certainly ought to become part of an analysis. Like the wolf in your case, dear sir. But what? Can I kill the wolf? What happens if I wake up in the dream and kill the beast with a shotgun? Ah, if only it were that simple. In the fairy tale, the hunter is needed to kill the wolf. For weeks we have been working on putting on the hunter's garb and embarking into the forest with the shotgun. But I'm afraid that as long as we've not ascertained the nature of the wolf, we won't be able to lure him out of his cave. The wolf is not a wolf. He wears a mask. There is something else behind it. Do you know the story of the wolf and the seven billy goats? Of course, Professor. In order to fool the billy goats so they will let him into the house, the wolf not only eats chalk so that his voice sounds like that of the mother, he also has the miller whiten his paw using flour. This allows him to fool the billy goats who then let the wolf, because they think it's their mother, into the house. And then the wolf eats them. As white as flour. As white as my wolves. Only one of the billy goats survives because he hides in the grandfather clock. You are truly scaring me, Professor. Your hour is up. I suggest we pick this up in the next session. Of course, Professor. Every time I talk to you, I feel as if a breath of fresh air breezes through the dark abode of my soul. I am very grateful. It is I who am grateful, Mr. Pankajeff. Until next time. Welcome, dear lady. Prince Maximilian of Vienna greets you in his palace. Allow me the compliment that the shimmer of your alabaster-colored skin and the blood-red of your perfect lips are a true delight to me. Enter and mingle your blood with ours. Whom may I announce? My name is Anna, Duchess of Graz. Very well, my lady. 
Anna, Duchess of Graz. Where is Anna? Oh, uh, she wasn't feeling well. She went to lie down for a while. Did she? Where are you going? Dinner's ready. Excuse me, Martha. I just have to take care of something. Anna? Mr. Gruber, Carl, Sigmund Freud speaking. Professor, what a surprise. What can I do for you? Carl, do you know where Anna is? Professor, my collaboration with Anna was on a purely professional level. And, and may I remind you that you yourself... That's not what I mean at all, Carl. Oh, all right. Okay. Anna isn't here. Did she tell you anything about the ball under the moon? What kind of a ball? No. What are you talking about, Professor? Oh, we have to meet, Carl. Can you come out? No, I, I have to... Wait just a moment. Rosa! What is your plan? What is your plan? Are you ready for this? It'll be great to get out of here again. To breathe in the pulse of life in the streets of this moloch. The heartbeat of that which never sets foot across your threshold. Where do you want to go? I have to go there. But why? Because I made a mistake. The killer is a vampire. <laughs> Biting, sucking, yes! Professor? Yes, should I come to your place? No, we'll meet on the Maria Theresian Bridge as soon as possible. I'm going for a little walk. I think it'll be good for my back. But it's... Please don't wait for me with dinner. I'll see you later, my love. I won't wait for you. Pardon me for being so forward, but am I right in assuming that you are new here? Your assumption is correct. It is always good for our society when we can welcome new members in our circle. Fresh blood, if you will. <laughs> Duchess of Graz. Pleasure to meet you. A duchess? Oh, how delightful. Allow me to kiss your hand. And your name is? My name is... Of no importance here. But may I introduce you to my master? I am sure he would be most pleased. Your master? Of course. Please, follow me. My prince, this is Anna, Duchess of Graz. Mr. Director. Professor, I came as fast as I could. Where is Anna? That is exactly where we must go. Can we take the hackney cab? Of course. Uh, come on up. Uh, where are we going? Pratigas, hurry. Pratigas, eh? Hurry, please. And you think the killer will also be at this ball under the moon? 
I thought the killer could never be a vampire, but I think I was wrong. You mean that we will actually find vampires there? <laughs> Don't worry, Carl, we won't need garlic or crucifixes. The vampire is from our world. If I'm understanding this correctly, this amusement is an established game of some kind? Why didn't the police find out about this earlier? The game itself is not the problem. Even now I feel a certain allure when I think of the idea. Imagine if, for the length of an evening, or even a longer period, you could be somebody else. Stronger, weaker, more imaginative, braver, whatever you want. A character out of a legend or a myth. You could become your own legend. Are you saying that we know the killer? Well, who is it? The, the stagehand? Peschel? The, the actor? Or... Oh, my God. Her own father? I wouldn't count on meeting even one of the persons you just named at this ball. My children, I welcome you in the walls of my homeland. Some of you have traveled a great distance to be here, and to you, we want to raise our glass because your presence is a sign of great courage. But let's not forget the actual occasion of our gathering. Today, we can celebrate our 12th gathering, and still, our presence is a secret to the ruling class of the short-lived ones. So, let us celebrate, catch up with our contacts, exchange news, and savor the delicious food that our host has so generously provided. Here's to Maximilian! Long live the prince! <sighs> Only invited guests are allowed. You seem so full of life, why not let it stay that way? Be on your way, short-lived people. <laughs> you must admit that the game is being executed with great consistency. If I were in uniform, I would have had that man arrested. Oh, of course, you're a policeman, of course, and I'm the prince's hellhound. I wonder what he meant by that. Uh, don't fret over it. Just climb up here. <sighs> Sweet Mary and Joseph. <sighs> well... Can you see anything? The curtains are drawn. There's just a narrow crack. Well, at least we're in the right place. What do you mean? If these aren't vampires, then I've never seen a vampire. Black figures, faces painted pale, red lips. Looks like they're drinking red wine from elegant chalices. Can you see Anna anywhere? Wait, yes. There she is. And standing with her, isn't that? Yeah, he, he looks really different, but it's Presslauer. The theatre director? I'm pretty sure. So he is part of this world as well. Is Presslauer the killer? What are they doing? They're standing around, drinking. Presslauer seems to have made a joke. At least your daughter is laughing about what he just said. Oh, you should see her, pale as a ghost. Her hair's all white. Could I have been so mistaken? Wait, wait, somebody just joined them. Presslauer is introducing them to each other. Well... Who is it? I can only see him from behind. Now he's turning around. Anna's linking arms with him, and now they walk off. It's 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 Heinz Special, the actor. Goodness gracious! But where are they going? It looks like they're looking for someplace private. 
I don't know if we should continue. Come to... on down right now. We have to get in there. <laughs> Look at you, the father beside himself with worry. Stop making fun <laughs> of me. I'm serious. Of course, Professor. <clears throat> so, what do we do now? Go in through the front door. But the doorman isn't going to let us in this time either. You fought in the war, didn't you? Knock him over. You are listening to the podcast series The Sigmund Freud Files, Season 1, The Second Face, Episode 3, by Heiko Martens, with David Rintoul as Sigmund Freud, Karl Prekop as Karl Gruber, Emma Tate as Anna Freud, produced by Lubba Audio. If you liked our audio drama miniseries, The Sigmund Freud Files, please go to www.lubbeaudio.com and find audio entertainment galore matching your taste and moods. We're looking forward to your visit. Please tell us how you liked the episode by leaving a review here in the comment section.